Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence? I will give a very beautiful recap. And then I decided that was gross, so I didn't make that. You got them all! Like, I've been in this house as long as I've been reading these damn books. All right, you crossed the line. Now you're done fucked up. Well, you're done pissing me off, son. Welcome back to the Brotherhood of Batman. I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. I produce this mess. You're turning into a bonus episode. I am Ben, the baby brother, your sunshine into goth ham, and I definitely did not forget that we were recording tonight. (laughs) Uh, I think he totally forgot. Yeah, he totally forgot. (laughs) Uh, I'm Jake. I'm the little brother. I'm the one that comes up with a crazy list of comics that we read through each week here on the Brotherhood of Batman. Uh, This week's a little bit different, but this is a podcast where three brothers get together. uh, We talk about Batman. We make theme beverages for the episodes that we're covering. And there's just lots of shenanigans that we get up to. So if this is your first episode, welcome. Uh, If it's a returning episode, thanks for continuing to listen. Batman was actually in this thing. Yeah, he yeah. was. It, it feels a little, uh, a little odd. Uh, we haven't talked to, but, uh, directly about Bruce Wayne for a little while. So we covered uh, parts one through three of the Justice League cartoon, uh, cartoon called Secret Origins. Did you guys make a theme beverage for this episode? I did not. No, I am drinking water. <laughs> I had some bad heartburn today for some weird reason, and I was like, anything booze-related probably will knock me out, so that would not be good. Oh, no. I also feel like we've done so many JLA things at this point that it would just be a mixing of random liquids. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Mine was kind of a mixing of random vegetables. I made made a (laughs) spinach smoothie, and I'm calling it uh, Unite the Seven Smoothie. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So Gross. it has seven nice. ingredients, one each picked for one of the Justice League members that we met in this cartoon. Nice. nice. Do you guys want to hear Very what's nice. in my Unite the Seven? Uh, I guess yeah. really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to tell us either. I'm, I'm going to tell you anyway. So uh, we start with a little ginger root for our ginger friend, uh, Hawk Girl. And then we moved mm-hmm. on to a half a banana for the Flash, who's one of his arch enemies, is a giant gorilla. Also, uh, he's super fast and probably one of the most powerful JLA members, but a banana peel can completely trip him up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> added a cup of almond milk for the big blue boy scout. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Trying to think what else is in there. Oh, okay. A, uh, the the juice of a lime for our friend Green Lantern. Okay. Sorry, the juice of a lime. Yeah, lime juice. <laughs> I think people just call that lime juice. <laughs> well, like like a lime whole juice. lime juiced into it is what I meant. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So so lime juice. <laughs> a uh, a handful. Did you of... did you squeeze it by hand, Jake? No, did I have you... a, I have a press. Did you squeeze Green Lantern's juice? Ew. No, that's weird. <laughs> a uh, a handful of ice for the Batman whose heart is like ice and he's cold and cool. Um, mm. 
a cup of <laughs> spinach for our new Martian friend. Oh. And then uh, some strawberries because just like Wonder Woman, it was an afterthought add-on to the team, and I had to put something else <laughs> in there. So <laughs> you blend wow. that all up, and you have a Unite the Seven smoothie. So uh, is it delicious? Uh, if you're on a diet, it tastes healthy. Otherwise, mm. it looks like ooh, like chunky ooze. Um, Ew. Yeah, kind of like ba- like baby diarrhea. Well, if I were to have made a beverage, I would have just made a white Russian and called it a white Martian. But there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So, um, yeah, but I mean. Yeah. So. Well, before we get into the episode, what's been uh, going on in your geeky little worlds, guys? Stop talking about comic books or what do you think you're doing, you? nerd? Stop spending get those words! I'm the Batman of Geeks, bitch. Oh, what has been going on? Uh, we have started watching the Fast and Furious movies. Have you guys seen any of those? Oh, no. I successfully no, no. have avoided watching any one of those. Uh, I've seen parts of pretty much all of them and the cartoon. There's a cartoon oh. movie. Uh, but really? I have never sat down and watched a, a full movie or a full episode of the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have watched four of the movies, the first four, uh, in the last couple of weeks, and they're not as terrible. As Man, you're going through those pretty fast, huh? Uh, seriously? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was that was that was an Aaron joke, Jake. It's I'm rubbing off or something. Uh, it's the the first one is actually really good. We're all enjoying them for the most part, which is unique. So we're like, well, if we can all watch something and actually like it, let's keep watching it. So there's like for, eight, aren't there? There's nine, maybe ten. I don't know. So we're uh, yeah, they're 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 stupid and um, <laughs> stupider, and it's. You know, good, decent car scenes and chase scenes and just general, like, oh, they destroyed a lot of money in this scene. Oh, they destroyed <laughs> a lot more in that one. So I, I like watching, like, figuring out, trying to figure out, like, how much damage they do in movies. Like, how much <laughs> time do they have to set up to destroy this, you know? Yeah. So, because a lot of them are not, like, the CGI. It's actually, you know, some of it's CGI, obviously, but a lot of it is, like, on the road driving stuff. So. Yeah, they're using yeah. practical cars to do some of the jumps and stuff, and then exaggerating them via CGI, right? Like, so it it does right. have a little bit of practical feel, and um, but yeah, it they keep getting more and more ridiculous, right? Like the first one's just <laughs> about like drag racing, and then this newest one, like they have like rockets on their cars and shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, it, it's about drag. It's it's about drag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, drag race. Yeah, yeah. RuPaul like, has, has a car. Yeah. He's, he's oh, perfect. It. Maybe I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gal Gadot's in it. Yeah, she's in one of them. Oh, is she really? I think she's in the third, fourth one. That's Wonder Woman. It, it is. Pre yes. Wonder Woman destroying Joss Whedon, apparently. So, but oh. we had yeah, well. Joss Whedon conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll yeah, t- we, we don't have to talk about that anymore. I'll jump. <laughs> it, makes, it makes me sad. I'll jump in there, uh, recent events. So today, uh, my Week in Geek was, I didn't realize that the 
uh, Venom 2 trailer was about to drop, and they dropped a new trailer today. That oh, yeah. caught me that. off guard, and I watched that, and it looks really good. Like, I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Let There Be Carnage. Um, and mm-hmm. then, Ooh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Woody Harrelson Ooh. is uh, creepy looking. <laughs> is Carnage? Uh, yeah, so that w- that would be like the kind of thing that you'd like fan cast. Be like, man, Woody Harrelson would be great as a Carnage, but I can't believe Isn't Woody actually... Harrelson old. Yeah, but yeah. he plays. He can come across as like I think he comes across as like this mid thirties, early forties guy in like everything that he's ever done. Like he has that range of like twenties to forties, I think. Yeah, you know they're definitely like even in this trailer you can tell they're building up like his history as a serial killer and he's been in and out of prison and Eddie Brock is there to interview him and kind of tell his life story but there's more going on between the two of them and uh, yeah I think I think that dynamic between those two actors is going to be pretty good because they they both have pretty good acting chops. Is there any connection to any of the other movies or is it all separate? At this um, point, there is not, but there are all kinds of rumors that it'll be connected to the Morbius movie, and then Morbius mm-hmm. may connect to um, Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Uh, mm. yeah. Well, I think um, there was a dancing guy, you know, kind of soft saying down the street then while he's like trying to like hum himself and <laughs> look all snappy in his little suit and, you know. Good, good guard. reference. Good yeah. reference. Um, yes, I have not seen the Venom movies. I apparently have been too busy to watch any of the stuff that you guys are watching. Wow. Um, but too I'm busy gonna, but playing Final Fantasy. No, actually, so tell us I all about it, <laughs> have been playing uh, Pokemon Snap with my dear husband. So nice. that's been enjoyable. Um, nothing like a 20-year-later sequel. Uh, <laughs> it's super good. For what that game can be, and we have been playing it every day for over a week, so it's still nice. it's still fun. We have caught most of them, but you can't stop until you catch them all. So, <laughs> that's, so what do you do? Been... You just run around trying and to catch nope, no, not even wonder. Yeah. You sit in a little vehicle and you move your camera around and you take pictures and you can throw things at the Pokemon um, and you take pictures. That's literally the entire thing. It what? sounds you don't even go anywhere. Nope. I mean, you sit in the car, and the car like, or you sit in this like little floaty car thing, and it rides you around different places. Yeah, it's like an amusement park ride. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's it sounds like the worst thing in the world, but we have super sentimental value to the original, and therefore this one is like an updated, modern, like gives you everything you want from a remake kind of thing. But yeah, it's it's super fun. We've put it far too much time into it. So do you get frustrated if you're like driving along and you like can't catch one and then you have to like circle back around or what do you do then? What do you do? Yeah, I mean you if you're on a course, so you pick the different level you want and the Pokemon like they get used to you the more you play it, so they'll get closer to you and you have to get mm. pictures of them doing different tricks. So you have to go through all the courses multiple times in order to get huh. the full points and to unlock the other levels and um you get like nighttime mode and it, it's very pretty. It's very pretty and very chill. Um, but yeah, we, we've enjoyed it, it. It does kind of sound like the worst thing in the world. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys put little right. safari hats on and get your beach wear out and act like you you're know, on I vacation? do have a safari hat. I could, <laughs> well, I could wear my safari hat. I, I have not, but uh, 
but it's a one-player game, so we we take turns and we watch each oh, other, okay. and then we uh, give each other crap when they miss the Pokemon. And there's a lot of yelling if you don't see something the other person sees, and it's a uh, it's a good time. It's a good time. Great. So great. Yeah. So, what is this episode about, gentlemen? Well, uh, Jake, what did we watch? Uh, Justice League 2001. We watched the first three episodes, Secret Origins, which introduce us to a continued universe that spun out of the Batman animated series and the Adventures of Superman series, and now gives us the entire JLA together. These three parts, um, we are thrown right into uh, an investigation that Batman is on, and he finds out that it is not all humans uh, where he was expecting humans to be, and we meet Martian Manhunter, and everybody comes together, the whole seven are united to take on the threat that wiped out the Martians, the white Martians, and Earth is uh, in peril, and it needs a team to form to take it down. A team to form. Hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I enjoyed that it started us off with the characters that we're familiar with if we'd been watching the cartoons when this was all coming out. I really yeah. like that it had Batman and Superman kind of leading the front. And yeah. then the next character that we see is the Flash, who actually appeared in one episode of the Superman animated series. Mm-hmm. So that uh-huh. felt very um, planned and nice to me. I think these are the only episodes I've watched of the Justice League cartoon, and I think I've watched them multiple times trying to get into the show. Yeah. Um, and then I have not made it past these episodes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I've been pitching this show to you, Ben, at least, and maybe Aaron in the same chat, um, that I, I we've been putting it on for Bat Baby, and I really enjoy it because... <laughs> He likes the cartoon aspect, and he loves Batman, and anytime he sees Batman, he gets excited, but I like every episode beyond this is either a two- or three-part episode, and so they all feel like little mini-movies. They all have the little How many parts, Jake? Uh, either two or three, Ben. There may right. even uh-huh. be a four-part episode. And so, and they're all taken from uh, comic stories. They're not direct iterations, but a lot of them are very much drawn on the known DC mythos, and they expand on it, and they bring a ton of characters. This cartoon. Now, you say drawn because it's a cartoon. I sure fucking do. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So this uh this cartoon went for two seasons and then they renamed it justice league unlimited and so it stopped being about the core seven or eight justice league members and And then all the moron ones yeah they threw everybody into it after that yeah so was when did this come out in relation to batman the animated this came out nine years after the first season Nine years after Batman cartoon started. It came out five years after the cartoon ended. But the Superman one went on a little bit between them. So it wasn't like a huge gap in the two things. Because I immediately, when when it started, recognized uh, Conroy's voice uh, as as Batman. And I was like, oh, that's good. At least they've they've got that and the continuity there. And um, I like the intro. I thought the intro, like the minute long, you know, beginning scene, I thought it was really cool how they had like, you know, all everybody come in black silhouettes on the colored backgrounds and then the individual scenes to kind of bring everybody in. 
it seemed drawn kind of similar to animated series in the sense, I, I don't know, the color schemes were a little mm-hmm. brighter than this, but I feel like it maybe was drawn kind of similar. Yeah, and uh, like you said, it, it brings Kevin Conroy's voice back, um, the same guy that did Superman in the animated series, uh, George Newbern. He comes back. Was it? I was going to ask because it didn't sound like it to me. It sounded like he was playing it like darker or derpier or I mean, he is a little older, but like it it didn't sound like him to me. So that that was going to be one of my questions. Uh, Yeah, I'm Mm. pretty sure in my research, unless I got it wrong. But yeah. Oh, I, be- I believe you. I obviously didn't look, but... <laughs> so, Aaron, you asked where, in relation to the Batman anime series, there's actually another series that happened between these two. So, Batman Beyond, which is a direct continuation of the Batman animated series, their storylines, oh, okay. that's a future Batman, where he's old mm-hmm. and he's training his replacement, and that is also voiced by Kevin Conroy. So, he gotcha. didn't... Like it's not like he left and then came back. He had quite the run okay. of doing this. It was intense. yeah, yeah. Plus some like direct no, uh, video movies and stuff that they were doing during those times too. Um, cashing those checks in, Kevin. Cashing those checks. In. <laughs> That's right. Come on in, show me. Well, I did like the the <laughs> first scene with uh, Batman and Superman at the Wayne Tech uh, building, and Batman's doing his little spying on people. And then Superman like shows up and is pretty much useless as the aliens blow up the structure in Wayne Tech. And then Superman's like, well, I got to go back to Metropolis (laughs) as this fire's raging on behind him. And Batman's like, what, you need another key to the city? I thought that was uh, a great, uh, great take on their dynamic where Batman's still not 100 percent, you know, on board with him, which, you know, I I like. So I thought that was good. Yes. Yeah, it plays into their dynamic and and what those two characters uh, are going to mean to each other going forward. And I like it a lot as well. The United Nations kind of group talking about yes. nukes, and they want to use Superman to defend the Earth. And I've been reading the Injustice series, Jake, and I got <laughs> that's a bad someone... idea. That's a bad idea. <laughs> and that's exactly what I was saying. <laughs> I was like, "Do not, do not do this. No, don't trust him. Don't trust him." <laughs> well, watching it, I had a feeling that there were going to be other people showing up. Just something about the premise of this TV show made me think it wasn't just going to be Superman. So I didn't have to worry about it. <laughs> well, that's true for now. You can't, can't trust the boys Scott always. <laughs> so let's talk about this cast of seven. So it is the very early two thousands. So they try to do a good job of not just having to be a bunch of white people, which is what the, mm-hmm. um, the main JLA team of the nineties was a bunch of white dudes and wonder woman. And so this is like, okay, we're going to throw on one more female and we will use the black version of one of these superheroes that we've had access to since the eighties. So that's their team. And then Martian Manhunter was kind of the quote unquote minority of the nineties, uh, JLA comic. So he still has the alien aspect. So for 2001, I was like, okay, they, they tried. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like you said, Jake, when it becomes unlimited, they will have like every superhero that's ever been around shows up. So then it obviously has a lot more females and people of color. So, Yes. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't have Cyborg in this. Does he he's does he show up in the Unlimited series? I don't think so. He's still a Teen Titan at this point uh-huh. in the world. 
I don't think they've upped him to JLA status yet. Yeah, Aaron, it's not until more or less the relaunch of Justice League into like the new 52 era that Cyborg uh, gets upgraded from a teens team into the, the big leagues. And that's okay. the same time that they go back to Hal Jordan as Green Lantern, so they switch it. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we're taking out our one African-American guy to replace him with another white Green Lantern. <laughs> and so we gotta, gotta, let's see, which other black superheroes do we have? Oh, there's one from the 80s that was a teen character. He can grow up now. So... <laughs> <laughs> Well, not saying it's right, but it's kind of what happened. Yeah. So, so <laughs> but what did you guys think about them utilizing Martian Manhunters, him and his story as the catalyst to bring the Justice League together? Because he's been captured and brought to Earth, and there's been a uh, an insurgent of these white Martians or these white aliens that are plotting to take over Earth just like they did Mars. Right. Um, so instead of having it be Darkseid or Lex Luthor or one of the other big JLA villains, instead they had it be a Martian Manhunter story. How did you guys feel about that? I was glad um, they went with something more unknown. Yeah, they saved think- Luthor for later. Yeah, I think saving saving Luther or Darkseid or some of the big bads for later um, lets you kind of buy into the heroes first. Like, it introduced Martian Manhunter as a good, like, segue because they did give his origin and his backstory, which, you know, I think is needed because most people do know more about Flash and Green Lantern and some of them mm-hmm. than they maybe did about Martian Manhunter. But my, my curiosity on that is, like, Superman knew he was locked up, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was unclear, Aaron. Thank you for bringing that up, because I was also like, wait a second. <laughs> because he can't, Martian Manhunter couldn't get his signal out because he was tied up or contained. So did Superman just be like, okay, well, he's out of the way until I need him. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious about that. I'm not. I'm not so sure about that. So you didn't get it as Martian Manhunter was telepathically telling Superman where to find him? Because that's how I was watching it. You think? Because I I thought he couldn't get... He was trying to telepathically reach everyone, but he, he couldn't until he was freed, right? I think it got stronger when he was freed. And maybe it's just that Superman, with his heightened it's senses... so in tune. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Able... I can maybe buy that. I liked that... Uh, or Superman's evil, which is more likely the case. Yes, yes. No, I don't accept that. Go on. <laughs> I, I did like that they used an unknown story as a reason to bring everybody together and then let it be like a world-ending um, threat, right? Like these Martians <clears throat> have already killed everything on Mars. They completely wiped out that right. race. 
and they could so very, they've shown that they're dangerous yeah they could very well do it to earth again and that's a big step up from any of the villains that had already been introduced who have other mm-hmm. motives like these things just want to kill and wipe out and terraform and then they get what's coming to them because this justice league does not hold back from completely destroying the aliens like they no. kill so many of this race <laughs> Well, sure, it's not humans, so right. the no-kill rule is gone real. when it's aliens, which is terrible, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pretty consistent with this group of superheroes. I think that's 100%, yeah. I was taken back by it in the third episode when, like, the big brain thing comes down that rules them all, and they just boil his ass in the sun. And... <laughs> I'm like, guys, it's this, true. this is an actual, like, sentient race, although they're, you know, parasites and they're kind of horrible, <laughs> like, they do have thoughts and feelings and, like, <laughs> aspirations and dreams, and you're just I think them. I think the key word there, Jake, is did. They did have all Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I, what's messed up about it is that Martian Manhunter and Superman are aliens, so it's like, uh-huh. oh, wait for them to show you guys what they think of you. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and then you have um, Hawkgirl, who is also an alien in this version. That's who I was going to get to. Yeah, three of the seven are not Earthlings. Right. Wonder Woman isn't really much of an Earthling either. She's a god. But she, or she's with the gods. But Hawkgirl is an interesting casting choice because she comes from the Justice Society of America team. Like, she was never a JLAer until this cartoon. So, do you, what do you think? Do you think they were just going through their catalog of females? Do you think they had a specific thing they wanted to do with her? Um, um, they need someone <laughs> else that can fly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that might be it. They're like, okay, woman who can fly. <laughs> <laughs> she has wings. Good. <laughs> she also has a mace, which is pretty sweet. She does, and she, she knows how to use it. She kind of... Causes some uh, carnage and damage in this. So, well, and they do give her later episodes that that are um, they dive into I, what what's the name of the hawk planet? I can never remember. Oh, I don't know. Thangrian or something I'm, like that. I'm sorry. I think hawk it's called planet? the nest. It's Nestonia, Jake. Oh, that's, that's a good one. It's, it's now Nestonia. Well, I don't care. What it, it'll always be Nestonia. Um, but yeah, I, I think maybe she just checked off the right boxes, right? Like maybe you, you don't want to bring another. You know, the other famous superheroes at this time are definitely from the Bat family. Um and or the Teen Titans and they weren't ready to upgrade any of those guys yet so uh, yeah I don't that was know. limited so okay oh, so when the when the giant alien like uh thing comes out of the the asteroid and it starts shooting the smoke and stuff to block out the sun and it breaks out of the water and they're just like doing all that the superheroes they're just standing on the mountain watching all of them are just like huh well. <laughs> That's interesting. I guess they're we should do something themselves. about that. <laughs> it blocks out the sun, so we can't use it. And I'm like, huh, well, maybe get off your ass and fly over there? Like, go do something? <laughs> yeah. Like, you would uh, think. It, it took some negotiation. It took some uh, 
some failed attempts. You know, uh, it took Flash tripping on a rock and falling in some goo, and you know, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> they had some failures. Uh, I think Green Lantern was really annoyed with Flash in this. He he does not seem to like him very much. No, did he just call him an idiot or something when he falls in the goo? Like he called him something. <laughs> I don't know. He called him something, but yeah, this yeah. John Stewart doesn't care like for any of the team members. It's pretty surprising that he sticks with the team because he's always grumpy and getting in a fight with everybody else. Like they took Batman's brooding and. Uh, they amped it up quite a bit for John Stewart, I think. Yeah. Got to have the Raphael character, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, everybody's pretty angsty except Superman in here. Until uh, <laughs> the Flash is not angsty. The Flash is just horny. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is a little bit beautifully voiced by Michael Rosenbaum. 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 Yeah, really. Uh, Lex Luthor from Smallville. Yes. Huh. Yeah, he will forever Which be was, the voice I came out about the same time. These came out like within the same year of each other, so he was he was busy with DC at that point. Huh. Nice. Yeah, I will forever hear him as the voice of Flash when I read. Um, he just like Kevin Conroy um, has kind of solidified that uh, that character in my mind. Did he do Jake? Do you know? Did he do the one episode of the Superman cartoon? Was he? Was that him? I only was looking up where these characters first had their appearances. I did not gotcha. check his, his voice. Um, gotcha. I did like because Failure, this Jay. was uh, because this was Wonder Woman's first appearance in the animated series uh, universe. They did give her mm. an origin, right? Like we get to see her mm-hmm. in Themyscira with her mother and being warned to not go help the the man's world and all that, and she steals the. Right lasso and the tiara and then shows up and you know her um her being kind of naive and uh the fish out of water i think works pretty well because Mm -hmm. all of the rest of them are integrated and are working you know the jobs that they've been doing for a while it seems they kind of just fell into place and she's like oh well i can help see what i can do yeah, I know they were calling her the rookie, and it's like this is the second or third most powerful person in your team. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or, but you, you mentioned fish out of water, and I thought it was interesting. With a couple seconds before we see her, it's a shot of the ocean, and the waves transition to her up on the beach mm. um, with her mother. And I was like, oh, the ocean, Aquaman. I'm like, wait a minute, Aquaman's not in this. Why was Aquaman not in this? Was he just so unpopular at this point? <laughs> no, he's Probably. in uh, He's in like the second or third arc of the cartoons uh, and kind of becomes a eighth rotating member pretty rapidly. Um, oh, gotcha. Yeah, there's a big uh, to-do with Atlantis uh, making war with land and all that, and it introduces Arthur. Oh, lovely. So. He's too busy playing Marco Polo or... <laughs> Oh, and he gets his uh, he gets his hook, he gets his hook hand in his two part episode, so that's a lot of fun. Ooh, oh, nice. yeah. gotta, gotta love a hook hand. So this is a a Batman podcast. So let's talk about his ears yeah. were so pointy. <laughs> they were really long. Too. It was longer Batman, which I'm always a fan of. How can you not be? Well, I like that. I like that just how he and Superman brought the episode in. I like that by like the second one or like halfway through the second one, they were both like taken out. Um, mm-hmm. We find out that Batman was working with 
uh, Martian Manhunter, and Martian Manhunter cloaked his mind or whatever, so it couldn't be read. Um, so we found out Batman was hoping, but we were supposed to think Batman was dead, yeah. and then Superman was captured. I was like, okay, cool. So we took the time to introduce with the characters everyone knows, and then take them out so we get to meet the other people and get to see what they do without the right. two big ones. Which yeah. That was a good, good, good way to do it, I think, just to give the other people a little more screen time and get the mm-hmm. uh, get the watchers wondering whether or not Batman and Superman are actually in danger, which, you know, they're not. But of course, you know, it gave it a chance for the real hero or the true hero to emerge as Batman, which, you know, that's that's, <laughs> that's why we're all here. So, <laughs> well, and it's so hard with a, you know, with a caliber of superpower that the rest of these characters have, like Batman doesn't really fit in. Like he's super smart. And so like anytime he's going to be really beneficial to the team, he has to be like the guy coming up with a plan or the guy like pulling the hail Mary kind of thing. Like, cause right. he, he can't go toe to toe with the, the creatures that they set up in this series and he can't fly around in outer space easily and any of the other kind of crazy shit that they do. And so he ends up not being in most of the series. He pops up every now and then, which is there's a great line at the end of the what Batman. Yeah. Mm. Oh, mm. there's a the great line at the end of the third episode where they're deciding, okay, well let's be a team and let's do this officially. And <laughs> they're all putting their hands in and Batman's like, uh, no, I don't think so guys, but you know, just call me if you need me. <laughs> Uh, I'm not really a people person, but you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and they're in the JLA Watchtower, which they're like, "How did you do this?" And he was like, "Oh, it's, it was a line item in the R and D department." And <laughs> <laughs> so he had already built it, right? Like, because that would take you know a decade to construct and get up into space. So that was right. already up there. He's like, "Well, you know, I got this satellite that nobody's using. You know, if you guys want to borrow it." What was his plan for it originally? Upgrading on the cave when he got too much junk in his collection? Yeah, he he yeah, has sure, contingency yeah. plans, Ben. He he oh, always has contingency. Yeah, so I think. <laughs> yeah, so what we do find out is that we actually do need nukes in the world, apparently, because one of the senators was actually one of the aliens running things that was trying to get rid of the weapons so that there wasn't anything left to stop them from total world <laughs> domination. So, which is interesting when I'm watching. Oh, so you want us to have nuclear weapons? Is that what you're saying, sir? <laughs> because we sure as shit don't have superheroes. So, <laughs> right. Oh, what do you want? <laughs> I'd like to. How do you guys think this compares to the movie that we reviewed this past season? Well, we we sat I down. I how short it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. We probably could watch the entire series. <laughs> in the right, time, in the amount of time of watching those two movies. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Probably a season. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably. Yeah. 52 episodes, 20 minutes apiece. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, two episodes. Uh, yeah, wow. 26 episodes in each season. So. I thought they did a good job introducing characters. I mean, like the whole, you know, any shit that you have to come in with some background knowledge they don't have the time to introduce everybody on their own unless i mean if it's a series they may have it i would assume that later episodes are devoted to specific people and that you get more of their stories and that kind of stuff i don't know i feel like it's just as good or if not better than some of the movies that we watched (laughs) yeah i I mean i definitely i brought it up because i wanted to say like i i agree with you aaron and 
I think that it there is an air to the 90s and early 2000s DC universe with, with the cartoons and the TV shows that were on like Smallville um, that it, it knew what DC comics were about back then and they were fun right there's there's a lightheartedness mm-hmm. to this that makes you uh, enjoy watching Yay, nuclear weapons <laughs> <laughs> But you know, Minus even for a kid, like there was, a, there's a lot of action. There's a lot of story right. and character arcs going on and all that. There's but, bright mm-hmm. colors. But it's it's bright. It's it's cheerful. It it ends on a happy note. And I think DC just belongs in that light as opposed to the dark, gritty version that they keep trying to cram it into. And I think there's a way to develop and show these characters like they did back then and by, mm-hmm. back then tw- you know 20 years ago <laughs> that worked right. really, that is really a while well now yeah it does feel like a while it, it worked really really well and it, it kind of it kind of locked them into a whole like a whole generation will think of their dc characters the way that these cartoons portrayed them and right. they they captured each and every one of these characters really, really well. And I think that is something that's going to take a long time for, and that people will compare to and, and be like, well, that's not how I remember my characters being. No, that's a good point. Well, yeah, our guest a couple episodes ago, Rolando said that um, this is the version of flash that he always enjoyed and remembers. So yeah, I definitely think that's true. I know a bunch of people my age or a little younger than my age. Um, John Stewart is their Green Lantern because yeah. they didn't read the comics. So it definitely, you know, there's definitely truth yeah. to what you were saying, Jake. Yeah. Any uh, any other thoughts on these episodes? Snapper Car was in it. <laughs> I wrote. I, snap. I knew you were going to bring up Snapper Car. <laughs> the TV the reporter guy. The TV oh. guy. <laughs> He is a like super minor DC character that like shows up in random stuff. Nice. Um, he like mentors one of the teen superhero teams that I read about for like four or five issues. Like he's very minor in like random crap. And I got very excited when he showed up in this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I don't think yeah. he's normally a reporter. I think he's just like a super friend. Like, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I think he's like a liaison to the Justice League when he's originally introduced, something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, he he's got kind of a weird side role, and so he's putting him in here. The episodes that I've seen past this that I've been watching, uh, I don't remember him in anymore. So it might have just been like a fun little Easter egg for the hardcore JLAers. Gotcha. Well, I guess I I, I would want to leave before we do our final. Oh, let's do our final review. With the idea that I would like to answer the question, would you want to continue to watch this series at all because of these three episodes? Is that that the question you want us to answer? Yeah, during your review. But let me ask you something. What do you think of this? Say it's that was it's terrible. Right. Horrendous. I'm offended. I'm it's appalled. Right. That was awesome. Yes. Yes. I enjoyed these three. Uh, <laughs> I will not 
continue watching because I don't watch a ton of cartoons and I don't have a ton of time. And when I'm going to choose to watch something, it's probably not going to be a cartoon. That's just how I am. But uh, they were not bad for what they were. Um, so if you've been watching uh, the JLA movies, this might be a good thing to go back and check out if you just want to get a different take on some of the characters and see it from a different side. Yeah, and it's a kid-friendly cartoon, so I'd say that if you have kids that are interested in superheroes, this is a nice introduction to a bunch of different characters. Um, I enjoyed it. Jake, I would be down, but not for the whole series, just because my attention span is not that anymore. I can't rewatch or I can't watch things I haven't seen before. Um, but I'd be down for a couple storylines if there were some you thought I would particularly enjoy. So yeah. it was I enjoyed these. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Um, like I said, I've been watching uh, beyond this, and it was kind of my pitch to the brothers. Um, if you're a fan of you know, the mid to late nineties DC animated universe, like this is a must include. Um, I think it's a nice evolution. If, if you're only coming to it for Batman, uh, you can skip a lot of episodes, maybe look up a guide for the ones he's <laughs> actually in. Cause he's only in a fraction or of them. Batman cartoons. instead. Yeah. Or yeah. Watch the Batman cartoons. He's in most of those. <laughs> um, but yeah. So yeah. as we're preparing for season seven, one of the reasons that we watched this episode, not just to compare it to the uh, movie that we watched in season six, but we are going to be introduced to a lot of the expanded DC universe in this upcoming Yay. season. Um, talking about some characters we haven't talked a lot about. Uh, finding out, you know, while Batman was dealing with Nightfall, what was going on in the rest of the DC universe. So. Mm. So, much. so much. We're gonna get all kinds of good villain stories and random people that Aaron likes, right? Right? Or yeah, sure. Did I? Or yeah. did I have that this season? Uh, no, you're, you're gonna get some of that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, what's next, Jake? Uh, well, I believe this is landing in between season six and season seven. Correct. That's just I me stalling, so. trying to find my notes for what is the next episode. Which I don't have in front of me. So at some point, Jake's doing a special episode because we hit a certain number of listens, but that happened like hundreds of listens ago. So when's that happening, Jake? Oh fuck you! It's coming as soon as it's done. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I also gave you guys a bonus uh, Superboy Elseworlds Annual One that we could talk about too. Yeah, thank so you for adding be... that to my collection, Aaron. It is sitting <laughs> on my shelf. So uh, no, that <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, just uh, you know, just tune in next week, and there will be a new episode. I'm not exactly sure what it's going to be yet, but <laughs> that's fine. Season that's seven, fair. season seven is coming very soon, and we will be back into all continuity all the time. Woo-hoo. All the time. Very nice. All right. Good deal. What did we learn, Aaron? It's that time again. To do another one of our cute little skits? No, it's time to learn the day's lesson. And to find out what it is, we turn to the Wheel of Batman. Wheel of Batman. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Well, Ben, I, I kind of had to piece something together here, but uh, Chunky Ooze, Baby Diarrhea, and Pokemon Snap sound like the worst things in the world. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Such hate.
<laughs> baby diarrhea. When did we talk about baby diarrhea? That's what my dog looked listen? like. Oh, gross. Beverage. Oh, gross. Gross, gross, yeah, gross. Very gross. All right, well, for the Brotherhood of Batman, I am Benjamin, your sunshine and your goth ham. Thank you so much for listening to my sparkling voice. You do have a sparkling voice. I'm Aaron. I'm the uh, (laughs) oldest out of us. I'll clean this up. Thanks for listening. And I'm Jake. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.